You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. It's long and This is the capital. We have a real problem with our infancy. So we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. Got a bad feeling about this. Well, just put the cowboy, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast with your hosts, Miles, Scott, M, and Dave. Come and join us. Ask a question. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How, how are you guys doing? Join Farpoint. You just arrived here, David. Yeah. David just like rolled in five minutes ago and we're putting him on a panel right away. <laughs> no rest for the weary. Yeah, but yeah. Miles, M, you guys have been here a while. M, you were here since like what, 1130 last night? 1130 last night, yeah. So you came into the middle of karaoke, is that right? I did. did there was you some join? Really, I did not join. There's <laughs> really no need for anybody to hear me karaoke. <laughs> I, thought we, but, I was hoping we'd get some right now. Right. Yeah, if by now you mean never, sure. Come on <laughs> it. Right, Bring it right. on. It was great. People were really rocking it out, and I mean, they were amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and, and, and uh, you were here. You showed up what time this morning? I got here a little bit before 9 a.m. for our upcoming interview, but it was cool coming in here, seeing the, uh, the uh, merchandisers, uh, see what they're selling and stuff, and thinking ways that can you know, go through right. money real fast. And just so oh, yeah. our <laughs> listeners know that tune in afterwards, we are recording first time ever, I think it's the first time they've ever done this, in like the middle of the atrium. So there's a lot of noise, a lot of con noise. You probably are hearing bleed through into the background. So you're getting the experience, kind of what we experience, a constant chatter and noise. We're just off the edge of the dealer's room. We're just near registration. Across the road, Keith is actually signing or there's talking. There's Keith the Canada, yes. Yeah, Keith, Keith the Canada, he's over there. We can wave hi to him. He's not paying attention to us. Let's so, all wave at Keith. Hi, Wave at Keith. He's, already, he's waving back. There he is. How's it going? Yeah, that's right. He's good. So that's Todd Rage, right, from HD World? Todd Rage from HD World, yes. Right, so he's there. and um, uh, Mr. Alan Dean Foster is there. We spoke to him a few hours ago. We had a, oh, nice, he uh, yeah, he's... We had a nice interview with him. Yes, Yeah, indeed. so tell us about that interview. Give us a preview. How'd that go down? Uh, we had a fantastic interview with him. If, if you are a fan of uh, movie tie-in novels, it's... Very likely, you probably read uh, one of them written by uh, Alan Dean Foster. He has written a lot of them. Nice, nice. I brought one of my Star Wars audio novels to get signed by him. He's going to cool. sign the CD? I, the, the, the cover of it. Or your MP3 player? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> my hand, and I'm never going to wash it. Ew. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah, and uh, well, Max over go. there, too. We're on a dance floor. We are on a dance floor. So anything could happen. It's true. It's true. Neil's sitting here. Neil's been on the podcast before, kind of with our fringe panels enough. So wave hi, Neil. Everyone hi, can Neil. see you now. Hi, no, but but he's here. He's sitting on the dance floor. You never know what he's going to do. He's he going to bust a move. He might I be. I can see it. I no can doubt. see it in his eyes. You know these Oriole fans? They'll do anything. It's true. It's quite true. It's very true. But but anyways, so yeah, so we're here. We're here at Farpoint. Uh, you guys, you guys were on a uh, well. M, you were on a Big Bang panel earlier. I was on a Big Bang panel earlier with a couple of folks, and they were discussing this newer season, how it's a little bit more relationshipy and a little bit more character 
a little more character development than we've seen before. And it's been, it was really kind of a neat discussion. A lot of topics came up. Um, luckily enough, we recorded it. And we'll be able to put it up on the on the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Yeah, we'll have it on the menu. That. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be on the menu somewhere down the pike, uh, somewhere down the pike. So, uh, so uh, anything else that you guys have been experiencing since I showed up only like an hour before you did? Uh, <laughs> a few hours ago, so. early, uh, Am and I got a chance to meet the, the, the lovely uh, Melissa McBride from uh, Walking Dead. We got yeah. a nice picture with her and uh, just talked to her a bit. What what a, what a nice sweet lady. She was lovely, yeah. absolutely lovely. We so. were not able to interview her because of AMC copyright, I guess it was. It was something to do with AMC. It had nothing to do with the con. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we will not be bringing you an interview with her, unfortunately, oh. but we are able to meet. And uh, if you go to our Facebook page, we have pictures of that. I saw one of the pictures there with you. And if she's at a con, stop by, see her. She, yeah. you know. She's very, very accessible, very friendly. Just and Jim, Jim Crutt, right? You had a... <gasps> Jim Crutt! Yeah, yes. so tell us a little bit about Jim. So Jim is about six foot three. No, yeah, he's tall. <laughs> he's tall. Jim's here to, um, to work with some of our friends from Zcon. Right. Because Zcon's getting ready to do some promotional photography here, and so they've got him all suited up and ready to do some of the photography there, so that's kind of great. He's at a table over here, so you can see a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of the pictures and books from some of the other things he's worked on, and he's just the loveliest guy to chat with. I had breakfast with him and lunch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Miles yeah. had lunch with him too. Right, right. <laughs> we, we had a, but not we had breakfast. great lunch with him. And with Mrs. Crutt. Nice. She's very cool. That's awesome. We should have her on the show too. We should. She's We're talking great. about getting an interview with him a little bit later on. Yes. You know, it will be the second time he's been on the diner if we do that. Really? Because he was at Effect Scranton. <gasps> That's right. And you interviewed him there. That's right. We had a few minutes with him there. We could probably get a little bit more time, and I won't be as fan dorky. Right. <laughs> well, that, that <laughs> happens. That's bad. So anything else here at the con that you guys have uh, been doing, hanging out, chilling? I've spent a great deal of money already. <laughs> Some and dealers have uh, did well today because of M. Right, right. What did you get us? So, if by <laughs> us you mean me, yeah. um, Firefly has this really great board game, tabletop game, that I've been meaning to get, and I saw it at New York Comic Con, so I picked that up because it's even more expensive out there now and hard to find. Plus, he had the expansion pack for the game, so I picked that up. And he had a smaller, newer game for Firefly out of the... I can't remember the title of it, uh, but I picked that up, and it was basically $100 of Firefly stuff I don't need, but I want. Right. So I got it. Nice. And then um, someone over there... There's a table over there that has a lot of military uniforms, and I asked, do you have a Eureka badge? I have a thing about collecting badges. I love them. And they had the seven-point metal... Eureka badge, and awesome. I really didn't care. They, I don't, they should hear this now. I would have paid a hundred dollars for it because I have been wanting it for four years. I right. was wearing it for a little while. I put it upstairs in my jewelry box. Right, right, right. So, you, so dealers, if you're listening, you, you could have totally price gouged Em, and she would have done it. All right. Well, now that you've told them. Right, right, right. Well, that's awesome. I, 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 I cycled through the dealers' floors a little bit. I didn't get too much time to look at it, but they have some good gear then, good stuff. There's in a it. lot of fun stuff. We didn't walk around everything, but there's really a lot of great. There's a as far as variety goes, there's a lot of wide stuff. There's old school. There's some old Battlestar Galactica. There's Buffy. There's a lot of the new stuff that um, a lot, those neat little bobblehead things where the head's like ten feet big compared to the little tiny body. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of great stuff in there. There's some gorgeous models. Everybody should just walk around and take their time. It's great. No, it was whatever it genre you're into. Um, there's some cool stuff. Um, dealers tables. We saw some. Really cool Doctor Who uh, merchandise. Yes, yes, yeah. indeed. Are we, the gonna, are we gonna hit the game room up later and play your new game? 
No. Of course. Yeah, we can totally play. <laughs> That's right. You see, my face was so sad. I was, like, <laughs> I was accosted by someone. He's like, did you buy two? And I said, no, I didn't buy two because he had said you need one to play and one to keep. And if I had done that, I'd need a condo like 10 times bigger than what I got right now. But I, I, and I know a lot of people here to pick up a lot of the great collectibles that they have here. But if I get a game, I'm playing it until the, all the corners are all floxed and I need to find a Tupperware to keep it in because I've stepped on the box too many times. Right. That's my plan. Oh. Uh, yeah, I did, I did see they had a lot of good stuff. There was a Lego game over there I wanted to pick up. Lego. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, talking about Firefly, I wanted to mention this before we stray too far from that. Did you see the story that came out that Tim Miner, one of the guys, that, one of the producers of Firefly when it first came out, talked about doing like a short series revival? Did you see that new story come down through the pike? No. You're teasing me. Yeah, now Nathan, Josh Whedon and Nathan Fillion have all but said there's very, there's little to no chance of this ever happening. But Tim Miner seems to think, well, oh, maybe we could do this. He's, he basically said this, he said, I think there's a limited series of some kind would work best Something like um, what they're doing with like 24, bringing 24 back, um, or maybe doing something like a Netflix or something like that, kind of in line with Fox. Um, but here's the thing, we've talked about this in the show before. This is like every fan, girl, boy, dream to, to bring Firefly back, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And oh, yeah. uh, the, the likelihood of this happening. It's just it's been so long oh, yeah. since the movie, the TV series. Neil, you want to talk. Go ahead. Uh, I think just this last month, uh, the first issue of the uh, comic book series, new comic book series for Firefly just came out. You picked yep. that up, right? Yeah, yeah. And did you read it? I have not yet read it, but <laughs> I know where it is. Okay. <laughs> what, what did you think of the other ones? They, they've been quite, quite good, quite entertaining. I read the first batch. I didn't read the second This one, batch. if I'm correct, Neil, picks up. You should just pull up the chair since you're the one here. Yeah, this I, one picks up right after Serenity, the movie. Right, right, right. right after the movie it's supposed to be. I think it's a six-issue uh, series. Okay. So. And where, where did the other ones take place? That was kind of in the middle or in after the, middle the, of the series? series? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the I mean, one, the one all over the place, I think they were. Yeah. Like why um, Shepard wasn't on the ship anymore. Well, that's because he's working for uh, Marvel now, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah. right now, so that's where Shepard Book is. Because the comic's supposed to pick up at the nine-month mark, like nine months after the, the all of the disaster and the Michigas yeah. that had happened on the planet. Yeah. I have not picked it up. I wonder, do they have it here? Did you see it here at Farpoint? I, I haven't looked. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody has it. Yeah, someone might have it here. but I might pick it up tomorrow. You'll pick it up tomorrow if they yeah, have it? I, the, the comic book store, I, I get my Star Trek comics and I subscribe to it. So. And what comic book store is that, Miles? Uh, it's comic, uh, comic Book East in York. In York, okay. Yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. Awesome. Well, so uh, what have you guys been watching? Let's kind of step back from Farpoint a little bit. What are some things you've been watching, seeing the past couple of weeks since we last talked? Miles, why don't we start with you and we'll just kind of work our way around the table. I've been ingesting lots of Doctor Who. Doctor Who, okay. Yay! And what season are you in? I'm still in season four, uh, but I'm getting to, close to the end of season four. So that is, and what are you thinking of season four? Oh, I'm enjoying it. It's, it was very intense. Last episode I watched was the one where, it was, where he had all, all the spin-off shows, I say spin-off shows, maybe two or three, uh, joined him in, in saving the Earth and saving the universe. 
um, you know, Sarah Jane, uh, Captain Jack. Um, is there another spin-off series? And, and, and other, just those three. Yeah, and, 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 and then his other companions helping him. Okay. So that, that, that was a really good episode. Well, the, awesome. The, the dog was there. The dog got a spinoff right after that. Did he really? Yeah, it was a kid's show. Aww. K9 something or other. It was an epic Doctor Who like team up. Yeah, it, it was. was very cool. By the way, K9 is here at Farpoint. Yes, he's Whoa. right yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah as well the as the Doctor Bomb and the Dalek. Yeah. I know, right? So. Terminate. We gotta get some pictures up before they shut that down tonight. Yeah, well, and there's a doctor there, and there's oh, and there's a Captain Jack. And there's Amy, Amy and and a Mog. Wait, wrong wrong franchise. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Something you only see at a con. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you're watching Doctor Who. Anything else that you're watching? Oh yeah, the, the shows we're watching: uh, Almost Human. So loving I'm that. I'm so behind in that show. Mm -hmm. Arrow. Yeah. Big uh, Bang. Big Bang. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so behind in that show. <laughs> As in, like, you've never watched it? That, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Betty, you haven't watched it either, David, almost, so don't so you're talk. the reason that Almost Human might be canceled? No, no, Big Bang. <laughs> Big Bang, not, not Almost Human. I, Wait, I, Almost I, Human's I, about to be canceled? I bought, I bought the entire series, so I'm supporting Almost Human. I'm just behind on it. Wait a minute, he's touched on something very important. Almost Human is getting canceled? Uh, well, at least TV by the numbers has, uh, does not feel good about it right now. Oh, well, uh, is it, is it, is it and, and, ratings and, and down? Are the ratings down on it? I think the it? ratings are down, and also the sign that Bones is moving to Monday night is a bad sign for it. It looked good. I just don't have a TV. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so it could be that the, the, uh, the, the cost versus ratings uh, ratio isn't that good for it, but I mean, I guess, I guess we have to wait and see. Are you watching, uh, are you watching Almost Human? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually all caught up on Almost Human. And so. what do you what do you think what are you thinking about Almost Human? I, I think it, it, it's been uh, very good. You know, it's got the nice buddy uh, uh, dynamic with Dorian and uh, and 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 Kenex the, there, and it's been uh, you know a lot of interesting issues about uh, about things in the future, and they've also they, they, there have been some themes that have been carrying over uh, through the season, but. Usually, each episode has been pretty much self-contained, so right. people can jump on. But there've been, you know, the longer viewer can uh, can there's can an appreciate overall, it. There's kind of an overarching story right. as well, kind of in that as well. But how is um, what's his name as a TV actor? He's good. Carl, Carl Urban. Urban. Yeah, yeah. He's, He's Carl Urban. Hello. Okay. <laughs> he's he's going to suck at anything. The worst he gets is good. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> well, he's been in TV before. He's a writer before. of Rohan. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's been in TV before. It just wasn't in the U.S. Uh, okay. And so it's it, he came from TV, went to film, and you know got this amazing following because of the Lord of the Rings and some other films, and now he's back on TV. And I like the buddy cop dynamic as well. There's a lot of... There's some childishness to it because, like, the first couple episodes, they always seem to bring up each other's junk in the conversation, <laughs> which is why I knew it was a buddy boy cop show. Right. But it's it's been really funny. It's been really clever. It's been a little bit predictable, but in the last two episodes, they've thrown in a couple of wrenches that are kind of interesting. There's the 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 wall. They're talking about the wall, and we don't really know what's going on with the wall. And John Larroquette's character, who you know. At the end of that one episode, who, who designed the Dorians and designed that one female killer robot? Yeah, oh yeah, the um, Danica. Yeah. She was amazing, but you knew something was going to go wrong when he delivered the line. 
well, maybe I could help you find her in this, here is the entire plot of the show and I'm going to give it away in 10 words. And it was a little, but <laughs> they recovered really well from that. Very good, very good. Walking Dead came back last Sunday. Oh, yes. So, and then how did Walking Dead come back? It was a very intense episode. So it was only, you know, it was, it was Rick and, li and little Carl, who's not so little anymore, and um, uh, Michonne. We got some good backstory in Michonne's uh, uh, character. Very good. Very good. And, and lots of zombies dying. Lots of zombies dying. That's typical, though. Yeah. Typical. Heads rolled. Aren't they already dead? Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. Zombies are already dead. I'm sorry. Well, after Michonne was done with them, they weren't walking anymore. It's kind of like vampires falling in love and making babies. Not going to happen. Right. Not that I have an opinion on that. All right. <laughs> so, Em, how about you? This might be the place uh, to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great place to talk about it, probably. But. I, well, I can get into it later. But uh, So, I'm watching Almost Human. Love it. I, uh, there's a tongue-in-cheekness to it. Um, I enjoy that it's a little fluffy, but I also enjoy what they're doing with it. And it's nice to see that kind of sci-fi on TV again. Um, and I don't care what Ronald D. Moore says. It's not a de-evolution of, of sci-fi. I don't think that we're dumbing down sci-fi or finding the lowest common denominator to, to get more people in, to make it more commercialized. It's just great to have something out there that's fun and interesting and maybe encourage someone to write something even deeper and better. But I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I'm caught up on Lost Girl, which is really taken a weird turn. I don't quite understand it. I feel like I need to go back and watch that again. Um, and have finally gotten through um, the first George R. R. Martin book. Um, what's it called? Uh, Dance with Dragons. Is that right? I yeah. don't even know. Is I think that it's right? that one. Gosh, that's I'm a guessing. long... That was like reading, you know, 300,000 pages of stereo instructions that I'm putting together a leather bustier. But if Morgan Freeman read it, it would oh. be well, it would be it'd be worth it. It would be. It's already like a 28-hour audiobook. If Morgan Freeman read it, it would be about 40. Right. James Earl Jones reading it would be pretty cool. That would, that be, would pretty be pretty good pretty too. Cool. Yeah. But other than that, uh, going back to the vampires thing, I don't care. I don't like. I there's there's so much science behind how the vampire thing doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say about that. All right. Anything else you're watching? Um, well, like stuff that's not sci-fi. A lot of girly stuff. Okay. But with the Olympics on, it's basically a lot of curling. I love watching curling. Yes. There you the go. fancy pants and the whole like. I'm, this is the first year I've really gotten into it. Yep. Curling is awesome. I love, cur I love curling. There you go. I don't. David, how are you? What are you? Uh, what are you up to uh, in sci-fi world? Okay, so I've been watching Attack on Titan. That's probably the most sci-fi that I've been really watching. Well, uh, that and Enterprise. Um, thanks to some. Smooth talking by Miles last year at the con. Oh, good. Okay. Well I decided done, to, to, to jump in on it, and uh, I devoured it pretty quickly up until season three, and now I'm just dragging. It's yeah. just dragging. It's, it's season like, four gets good, though. Okay, good. That's what I've heard. The thing is, I haven't just watched like, it, but that's what Miles tells okay. me all the time. <laughs> See, season three is just like, I don't know, they lost that like exploration thing because they're just the same bad guys over and over yeah. and over. Season three is, is, is the main story arc. You could skip the rest of it, just go to season four. But I won't, because I'm a completionist. Okay. It's just like in Voyager, when they were fighting the, um, in the beginning, they kept having that same villain, the, one, the ones with like the with almost the Klingonish heads. Kazon. The Kazon, the four different factions of the Kazon. Yeah, and it just was like, oh. every time you saw them, you're just like, here we go. Kazon of the week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap that up eventually. Um, I really need to get caught up on being human. 
because to tell you how much I loved that show, I came in on the third season midway last year, finished it, watched through the series, watched through it again, and then I got someone else introduced it, to it and watched through it again. So on the break between three and four, I watched the whole series three times. Oh, so nice. I do like that series a lot. <laughs> yeah. The U.S. or the U.K.? U.S. I cannot watch the U.K. I've, I tried, and I'm just like, oh, snore, 3,010. <gasps> All right. All right. I won't judge. So other than that, I want to watch Ender's Game again. Right. That's the next thing. And you saw the Lego movie last night? Yeah, we saw a Lego movie. That's right. not really sci-fi, but well, maybe it is. Well, a little bit. Yeah, that was that movie was nearly perfect. There was Batman yeah. in it, right? Yeah, Batman, Batman was, was in it. Everything is awesome, man. Everything is awesome. That's right. Like if you hear that song, song if you hours. hear that song, it just doesn't leave your head. It's one of these songs <laughs> that just gets in there and resides. It was good. There were a lot of, uh, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, they had, what, Will Arnett was Batman. Uh, Wonder Woman was there. Uh, Superman was there. Uh, the Green Ninja from yeah. one of the other series was there. 1980-something space guy. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> it, it was. You know what it was? There was, if you played with Legos at all throughout the ages, it was really an homage to all that. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they brought in Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah. They brought in the Millennium Falcon, kind of flies in, and then Batman steals the uh, hyperdrive. Awesome. It's really cool. So awesome. it, it was it was it was kind of this underlying message to it that's kind of good hearted. It's good. Yeah. It was everything I would expect a Lego movie to be. It took a surprising turn at the end. Yes. I really liked that because I thought it was just gonna be like any other Lego movie that yeah. I've seen. But this one it, it the ending was really I'm not gonna spoil it, but No, it was, it was it good. Was it was good. I am watching I'm caught up in Arrow, I'm loving Arrow. Uh Arrow is just well they they're on hiatus for like three weeks, right? Is that correct? Someone said that. Everyone nod. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I've been really liking the show um, and the development it has and just how the team's kind of assembling together. It's much more serious. Um, I thought I saw a news story that said the Arrow is ruining Marvel, but I don't... Anyone see that story? Am I wrong about that? I didn't feel it was. I thought that the Arrow is solid sci-fi. It's, it's good sci-fi. It's not bubblegum sci-fi. And, Certainly, I didn't feel like it was devolving anything. It was a, it's a very, it's very well written show. It still remains when an episode comes out. It's one of the only shows I feel like I have to run and I have to go see it. Um, so it, that's just a kind of draw that it has for me. Um, my daughter's calling me. <laughs> so I'll pick it up later. Uh, the other one I'm watching is Marvel Agents of Shield. I was wondering, no yeah. one else mentioned that. Yeah, well, they're they're you're, who else is watching I, I, it? I, I forgot to mention. I'm still watching it. Yeah, I'm see, still watching. Yeah, it. and it's good. The, the train the train job I thought was an interesting. Oh, it was really it was just interestingly it was an interesting written story because you're on the train, then you're then they're talking about the train, and then there's flashback, and they, the storyline is not Different linear. Different point of view on the story. Yeah. Yes. And that's what made it so awesome for me was the fact that they had all these different points of view that were were going on. It was probably one of one of my favorite episodes of the entire series so far. So it was just well is that, done. Is that the one with Sif in it? There's one that's supposed to have uh, from Thor? Not yet. Not yet. But there was another little cameo in the train one that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody... Is it was it this week or last week? 
Is it? Can we talk about it? Because no, I want to talk about it. Talk about it. Talk it's about a week it. and a half ago. Oh my God! Stanley was on it. Stanley was on it. Stanley was on it. Yeah. Stanley, Stanley, Stanley. There wasn't one of his best cameos. It wasn't, it wasn't nice but it was Stanley. It was nice. It was like you know, robed in women, Stanley. It's kind of like Hugh Hefner, right? Just like walking down through. He is. He's Hugh Hefner of the nerd world. I know. We know the other. Oh my God! I thought too. <laughs> you did snort. But you know, that was a, it was just well done. I like the whole like tracking with an urn. Like the, like she, her urn busts open, and but it's a tracking thing, like track them through the train car. I just thought it was just in, well done. Um, well, the guy that they brought in, he's done so much stuff. Their contact, uh, the bald guy that they shoot there at the end. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? Am I totally. He was in Sanctuary for a while. He, was, he did some cameos in Sanctuary, too. Do you know what I'm talking about? The bald guy with the mustache area, hey, uh, the accent. I don't know. You know what? Oh, wait, I think I, no, I know you're talking about. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, I mean he, he was a CIA guy in NCIS. Right. And I can't, I can't remember. He was he, like he's the, been all over the place. Yeah, he's been all over. In but Sanctuary, he, fin, he financed... Um, right, right, right. Magnus's, right, right, right. Uh, right, he was one of the other sanctuaries. He was a banker, right. yeah. Yeah, so, anyway, so he was in, it was just a good episode overall, I thought. Right. It was one of my favorite episodes. Right. And other than that, I'm I'm reading through the Dune, the House of Eight, Atreides, and I'm yeah. I'm really close to finishing it. I'm just loving the way it's taken, <laughs> the, the turn it's taken in that. Right now, I'm on the, uh, where they pulled the uh, the ship out of hyperspace, basically. That's kind of where I'm at. I am, I am reading it as well, and I am pulling a Scott, and I'm way behind. Oh, no, I'm a little bit closer to being caught up. <laughs> and for that, Jim has the notes if we need them. So, um, the if only thing there is, was a place we could hear more about Dune. Yeah, Scott. Ooh, the Dune Saga podcast. We'll be really? We'll be recording an episode tomorrow. What yeah. the what? Yeah, that's, that's right. Two yeah. three hosts are here right now. Yeah, in oh fact, we're going to pipe Jim in, I think. Good, good. So, um, the other thing that I'm doing, I'm watching DS9. Those of you who have been following the podcast know that I'm most of the way through it. I'm like just dipping my toes into season seven. I'm five episodes in. I'm past, just past the baseball episode. Um, and it's, it's very well done. In fact, I, was, I thought that the girl looked familiar, the, guy that take, the, the girl that takes over for Dax. Right. Jazia Dax. Um, she really looks like the girl from Once Upon a Time. But it's not her. Oh, yeah. No, it's a different actress. But it just looks like, a, it's just the way the look, I think. It looks like Snow White from Once Upon a Time, a show that I am not watching anymore. Are you watching that? Are you up with Once Upon a Time? Are you watching well, yeah, Once Upon a Time? Yeah, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a long hiatus. That's late. Sometime in March, it's coming. Is that when it, when did it go on hiatus? Before December? Just, yeah, for the yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah right, right in, yeah. De- in December time. Right? Yeah, and, and how is that season playing out? We have not talked about that much in the diner. I mean, I mean, the... They had, you know, it was, it was a full half season, full story ended right there, and now it'll be coming back with, uh, with, you know, no memories of uh, of a pat- previous life for uh, for That's our convenient. two characters. No, yeah. <laughs> so is that the so uh, with is Captain that... Hook uh, arriving and say, "Hey, remember me?" And right, <laughs> right. But, but it was the the big surprise on the on the season was how Disney let Peter Pan be so evil. I mean, I just yeah. thought that there'd, there'd be some redeeming quality, but they didn't do it. <laughs> I don't really didn't understand do why they took that turn. And I and and the whole, like, oh, no, we're putting something in the water and changing the town again. Plot device is getting a little old. But that Peter Pan is Rumpelstiltskin's 
grandfather's no, brother's roommate's <laughs> sister's cousin. And what? Just it's it's gone it's gone too far. It's gone too far. I've yeah. lost track of who is related to whom. Help me understand. <laughs> yeah, he was only his father. Only oh, Rumpelstiltskin's okay. father. He's <laughs> only his father. There we go. But a lot was, more simple than what you. Yeah. It, 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 it I, I thought I thought they did a good job, though. It did. It. it I thought they could have shortened it up a bit. The, 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 this one thing, but it'll be interesting to see where it goes. And oh, this morning, Bob Greenberger mentioned after they showed the preview of the. Uh, Winter Soldier preview. He mentioned that that you know, as we would expect, it will have an impact on Agents of Shield. Are you watching Once Upon a Time in Wonderland? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. That one's really fresh, and there's there's a neatness to it and a and a special spark to it that I dig. Yeah, I like that. Unfortunately, that the ratings have been very disappointing on that. Yeah. So probably not going to be renewed. I yeah, didn't even realize it's still that. on. Honestly, <laughs> I, I thought it looked cool. I just you know. Are any of you guys watching Helix? Uh, That's been cool. You you've been watching? Well, yeah. You kind of gave me. You, did you make it through the first episode? I made ben? it through 25 minutes of the first episode. I still can't. I can't get invested yet. Uh, it's it's been interesting with lots of twists, and you know it's a sort of secret zombie type show. The, and they finally, I think in the last episode or maybe yeah, it was the last episode at the be, not this Friday but the Friday before, they had. Uh, the, the typical zombie scene where the closed doors and the zombies are reaching out at you. They had that, but they, but for the most part, they haven't been going through most of the uh, cl- zombie cliches there because it's it's been a, a virus that that's been attacking people. That you know that they think that they're going to come up with a cure. It's not it's not been uh, actually you know dead people brought back to life. Now. Um, Rondi Moore came out saying just the other week that, you know, science fiction is basically crap right now and basically almost touting Helix, saying that Helix is like the way sci-fi should be. Uh, so it, I, I, think been been to, I think he's been talking about like stuff like Battlestar. It's like Star Trek had these deeper themes that tend to just run. What do you think? Well, I mean, he, he does have a lot of deeper themes in there and, and lots of twists and turns in the, in the show, but I think it's, part of it is, is that I think it's designed as a limited series, so it's easier to, to have this full you know, beginning, middle, end plot here than, than if you're trying to do 22 episodes a year. Mm. So you know, I think it, you know, it's, it's basically a completely different type of thing. Mm. Very cool. Before we move on further, can we, can we take us back to Marvel? Yeah, take us back to Marvel. Was it just last week they announced Vision for Age of Ultron? Did you see that? I did not <gasps> see that. Yeah, um, the guy who voices Jarvis is going to play Vision in Age of Ultron, which is exciting because Vision is one of my favorite Avenger, but it's also a little disappointing because I kind of thought Coulson might become Vision. Because, uh, you know, with Coming him, back? Well, like, uh, you know, he's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now, but I thought that there was this thing like maybe Coulson could be Vision because uh, there's a the storyline of Vision is that somebody dies and their brain kind of eventually gets put into this robot, and that's how it becomes a, or their personality, I should say. Well, I don't know the character of Vision for Ultron. No, me neither. Uh, if, you look up, if you look up Vision from Avengers... Well, I mean, originally it was the original Human Torch. Right. Yeah. Oh, was he the original Human Torch? But Ultron, Ultron creates, creates him 
to be the perfect his his vision of the future is perfect and yeah and he supposed and he goes and he attacks the avengers and I, I neil maybe you can correct me i'm pretty sure he gets damaged or something and they put wonder man's personality inside of him right right right, right yeah. yeah wonder man's template on top of it but then yeah way back when they they, they realized that, you know, yeah, you know, human torch's body wonder man's template personality template i think yeah. it was and he can like phase through walls. He's got yeah. laser visions. Like he so can become like, really, really dense and heavy. Um, like really, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, basically he's the he's Marvel Marvel's Martian, Martian Manhunter. Right? Except he's a robot. Okay. So he gets blown up and then put back together. Like, like all the, you do all the time. Yeah. But, but really cool Neil Adams art when he uh, in that first that, that first uh, ish, issues. Uh, you know, around where where he was really in in his prime there with the free skull roll, war and everything. I, I love Vision. I, I've read some. I think the favorite thing that I've ever read about him was actually a novel uh, about the Avengers and the X Men teaming up, and they were fighting against the Hulk, and Vision phased his hand inside the Hulk, and the Hulk's so powerful that his atoms fought against him and just ripped his ripped his hand off, like while it was stuck in his <laughs> chest, and I thought that was always a cool thing. Awesome. Yeah. Did you men- did you just mention X Men? Are you excited about the new X Men movie coming out? I am not sure yet. <laughs> I think it looks awesome, but here's the thing: uh, um, what was the uh, first class was hands down the best X Men movie, in my opinion. Oh, M doesn't agree with no, you. No, X two is that going to be your, your fallback? She liked X three. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't. <laughs> I was going to be like, whoa. <laughs> I liked X4, Electric Boogaloo. No, I liked the first one. I like it. It did yeah. a really great job with the origin story. There were just moments in the new reboot that felt very Harry Potter-like. Okay. There was that All moment right. of... Uh, the, was when was, Dumbledore p- appears? Well, like, there's, no. the, there's the scene between Magneto and, and Professor X, and he has to turn the dish, and he's like, you know, expecto patronum. Think of the most horrible thing in your life. And uh, it, I... I I fast forward when I watch it, and I don't like how they portrayed Beast. I don't like how they. Ch- There's just a lot of things well, that problems. growing up. All the, yeah. all the X-Men movies have their problems. They do have their problems, like all the Wolverine movies. Yeah, well, I was glad the last oh, Wolverine come on. movie I kind love of brought the Wolverine movies. I just couldn't. I just. I did. You like the, the first the, the first Dave's Origin? Face. Awesome. Dave's face. Wolverine it was awesome. Origin. Yes. Did you see his claws? They look like butter knife, like CG butter knives. Look, I, I just loved <laughs> it. It's a Ginsu on the side. I watched that so many times. I love that movie. All right. Okay. I, I own I'll that give movie. It to you. Look, I owned it for a time too. Defend the movie to me. All of the, any of the Wolverines. How many are there? Like thirty now, and they've well, all gone direct to video. Just two. That's not. They did not go direct to video. They were all <laughs> out there. <laughs> the Wolverine was a decent film. I enjoyed. It was okay. It was decent. Yeah, Tell it me why amazing. I should like it. Well, X Four. Well, the, the latest X Men movie or the uh, the latest X Men movie or any of the Wolverine yeah. movies. I won't defend the latest Wolverine movie. It was okay, but it was not, you know, a cinematic masterpiece. But okay, you know, I liked X Men First Class. It was the I haven't watched Harry Potter, so all these Harry Potter moments <laughs> you're talking about, um, I, I, I can't speak for that because I don't know anything about that. You should watch Harry Potter. Mark. You should watch Harry. One Potter. of these days, uh, you should so, read the books first. Yeah, just saying. Yes. Read the book first. Yeah, the books, the books were phenomenal. So, so what I was saying, the new one looks good. But I don't know if I quite like like I really like the first class class of actors, but the old there's just like 
X3 and the first on Wolverine Origins have soured those characters for me. Um. The actors as those characters. So seeing them back, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I trust it. I mean, I know it's Brian Singer back in the seat, right. but people like tend to forget how much his hands were in X3 when they blame Brett Radner, but like he picked Brett Radner to, to direct that film. <laughs> he produced it, so his hands were there. Right, right. Anyway, that's my Yeah, rant. that's this. <laughs> and rant number three completed. Yeah, right, sorry. there we go. I'm sure right. we can have another one. We, uh, we, Let's we can talk about out. Twilight. There we go. There's disagreement there. So uh, one of our listeners did write in and ask about what do we thought about red shirts coming to TV. Exciting. It's a great right. book. I've never read it's it. You've read it, though, right? I've read have it. Have you read Red Shirts? You haven't? Oh, John Red Scott. Shirts. Yeah, yes. Red Shirts. Oh, God. Great, 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 great. Yeah, the limited series on FX. And I think Scalzi might have uh, be have have some uh, uh, creative in- uh, input on it as well. So. Yep. Oh, good. So, to, so he, there, there's information. He, he, he's written Let, at least so one for, or for two people- articles on his blog about about it coming to to uh, TV, but yeah, Red Shirts is great. Should be lots of fun. So for people that aren't familiar with Red Shirts, can we give them a little bit of, David, I know you haven't, John sure. Scalzi, M or Neo, either one, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about Red Shirts? I, I don't know how to explain it other than it's kind of a, a meta of being on a Star Trek-like show. So you follow along with these characters. Now it's, it's actually three different codas, it's three different stories that kind of wind in together. And the first one is about these really great characters, and they've ended up on this ship that seems to have all these strange things happening, and they only happen for like 15 minutes, and then they stop, and then something else happens, and things seems to get fixed within five minutes of exploding, and they realize that, well, I don't want to give it, they realize that they're on a show, and then they realize that they're in an alternate universe, and they cross universes to find the people who created the show to fix things. And then you see, then the third, the second part of the book is from the point of view of the guy who actually writes the show. There's a point of view of one of the actors who is in the show playing one of the characters from the first part of the book. It's just kind of this revolving circle. I'm not, I don't think I'm doing it justice, but it's such a great story. And the audio version has Will Wheaton reading it, which, I mean, it's Will Wheaton. I Come on, my, so not, my close personal friend, Will Wheaton. Legit Star Trek thing. Well, it, it is, is kind of very it, legit. It, it, what well, is kind of referencing it, Star Trek? Will, yeah, but will the show be a? It's not going to be a Star Trek. It's not show. a Star Trek show. No, because no. I heard there's two. There are two somewhat development Star Trek shows. Yeah, there's always development Star Trek shows. What are the ones you heard about? I, one was like a, a, I forget what it's called. It's like a CSI kind of based uh, Star Trek, and the other one uh, was called Agents of Star Trek. No, it's called uh, Rescue or something. Okay. And it was about uh, like uh, all the ships will have a a beacon that, that forms another side of a wormhole, and if it gets destroyed, it's like the black box. So the rescue ship can jump from wherever it is to where the ship got destroyed to research it. Did you hear about this? I did not. Uh, I forget what website that was on, but uh, yeah. Oh, very good. No, I did not hear. Did you hear Miles? Did you hear about him? This is news to me. Oh yeah. I'll look it up later. And I'll, I'll see. What I'll find out more about red shirts when I go on my cruise next week with right. my close personal friend Will Wheaton right, 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 and John right. Scalzi. Right. Oh yeah, he'll be there, right? Yes, on the Jonathan Colton cruise, crazy next week. Very exciting. We got to get it. We got to get Jonathan Scalzi on the show. I'd love to. He's really a neat guy. He's a you little. Think he'd do cuckoo. an interview? 
Pardon? Do you think you'd do an interview if we did? I think you'd do an interview. I'm not going to ask him while we're hanging out on the beach having a pina colada, but I'll definitely ask him <laughs> eventually. <laughs> Maybe if you had a few pina coladas? Probably. I think after like six, I could get him to say yes. No. But I'm pretty sure after like six, I could get him to do the limbo while wearing a bikini yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure and juggling he's, he's flaming lingers. He's very willing to do that. And I think he's very uh, uh, giving to podcasts and so forth. So oh, I, I think he's I, very, I think it'd be very helpful. Oh, very good. cool. Very down-to-earth person. I'd love hearing him speak. So why don't we bring this back a little bit to Farpoint? Um, what are we looking forward to the rest of the time here? We have today, we have tomorrow. What are you guys looking forward to, Neil, you, anyone here? In a couple hours, they'll be having the masquerade, so it'll be cool to see what costumes uh, uh, a lot the fans of great, will be. A lot uh, of great costumes we've seen here so far. I mean, a right. lot of doctors, a lot of stormtroopers. There's a family dressed as the Wreck-It Ralph. I know. I, they, the little girl keeps... Um, uh, she keeps walking by every five minutes, and she's so cute. Vanellope. Yeah. She's the perfect little Vanellope. I'll post the picture that I took on the website. Dr. Horrible was running around somewhere here, too. I saw him. Saw him. Saw a little uh, David Tennant uh, doctor walking around. Yeah. There's a lot of Han Solos. There's a lot of stormtroopers of many kinds. There's a Boba Fett right there. Yeah. There's someone dressed like a con goer. Right. There's someone else dressed like a con goer. There's a really good barf walking around. There yes. is a good barf walking around. Yeah. But he's very formal, so you must refer to him as Bartholomew. Oh. Right. <laughs> no, this guy dressed like Neil. <laughs> right, yeah. Guy dressed like Neil walking around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else are we looking at? What about tomorrow? We, we have a couple panels. We're doing our Arrow panel, our Dune panel. We were supposed to do an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel, but I don't think we're on there. No, but. well, Melissa McBride is speaking tomorrow, so that'll be fun to sit in on. I yeah, can't absolutely. wait to hear her. Um, I, um, there's just a, there's a lot of great other little panels kind of floating around. The 3D modeling and printing. This dude behind us, you can print your face. 3D? You, you can print your face in 3D for free. I don't know if I want that, but nothing says loving like a tiny piece of your face. It's the coolest thing. Oh, they do it for free? Yeah, it's the coolest thing. Nice. We should do it. It's here at the front of the atrium at the beautiful downtown ground plaza. It's expensive. What? It's expensive. Yeah, it is. It's super expensive. Just ask Wallowitz. Right. (laughs) But the doll is free. (laughs) The doll is free. (laughs) Very good. Well, very good. Well, anything else before we get out of here? I want to see what else at the dealer stands. I got to pick up something for the wife before we leave here this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited to go look at those because, well, I just got here, so right, right. it's all new to me. I am not shopping anymore. I want to play some Can I borrow your credit card, Em? No. (laughs) No. You know whose credit card you can borrow? Not mine. Right, right, right. Because it's already been used in almost every spot. Right. I thought it melted after the last time you used it. It may have. It may have. Unless somebody else comes up with, like, a Eureka badge with Craig Ferguson or Colin Ferguson attached to it. Then, yeah, I'll pull the credit card out again. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I believe that is about it. So uh, we hope you enjoyed this little live podcast from the atrium of the Crown Plaza Hotel here in Baltimore, Farpoint 21. And um, we'll be back next week with another live. We'll be, not, uh, we'll be doing the show, a listener feedback show. And I believe that's about it. So, Miles, why don't you take us out? All right, till next time, good night and good luck. We will see you. Do your dailies. Ciao. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food and the service and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, 
or tell us what you're watching or reading. Flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or send an MP3 or type email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com. <laughs>